Hey, podcast people. I just have a very quick five, maybe 10 minutes today for the podcast. Um, I wasn't actually going to record this episode because I'm slightly tight on time, but I thought, you know what? Let's put something out. Something is better than nothing. And so if it's a little bit shorter, that's still better than nothing. There's a variety of things that are top of mind for me today. The first one is that I think consistency when learning another language, while it's important, it's important not to overvalue it. See, what tends to happen to a lot of people is they feel that, you know, they should not go and start learning a language or restart learning a language because they're scared they're not going to follow through. They're scared they're going to quit. They're scared they're not going to finish. Maybe it's a language that you've tried to learn in the past, but then things didn't work out and you fell off the horse and you lost some of your fluency. And so now you're apprehensive about starting again because you're thinking to yourself, ugh. I don't know if I should get back on the horse. What if I just quit again? And I guess what I want to say today is that consistency, again, it's important, but don't overvalue it. If you overthink consistency, you'll psych yourself out and you won't go start languages or restart languages that you would like to start slash restart. And so it's important to understand that it's okay. It is 100% okay to go start something and three months in, something changes in your life and you change your mind. It's totally fine. I think changing your mind is not a bad thing at all. It's okay to change your mind on things. It's okay to start a project and then stop and then revisit it. Everything is okay. It's not a problem. And again, if you're consistent and you stick with it and you stay focused, of course, naturally, you're going to progress more. You're going to get more fluent. Of course, that's just common sense, right? But it doesn't mean that if for whatever reason you have to let it drop to the side or whatever it is, or you choose to let it drop to the side. If you do that, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you can't learn the language. You can start and stop and make a, a quite a bit of progress in that whole start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. That's one of the, the first things that is top of mind for me today. Now, the second thing is more of a teaching oriented thing. It's based on a comment that somebody made to me just the other day, one of my students. And my student said that she definitely wants to continue taking classes because it's her one sacred space. It's the one place where even if things are crazy in her life, she can come to class and it's a positive environment. She gets to learn something new. She gets to work on something that she's wanted to work on. And it's one, it's one time every single week where she feels happy about her language, about, sorry, it's one time in the week where she consistently knows it's going to be something that's a positive experience for her. She can push her she can push her problems aside for that 1 hour and off we go. And I think on the teaching side of things, I think it's important to try and foster that kind of environment. I I do think it's important. Not all students are going to have a need for that. Certain students aren't going to need that kind of environment, so it's not an overarching statement to say that all students need that because I don't think all students do need that. But I think trying to foster a positive learning environment is is quite important. It's quite important because it makes sure that people can come to class. Does that make sense? And they want to come. They want to be there. And that's very, very important. Now, sticking on the teaching uh, topic of teaching, I suppose, for a moment, for, for a hot minute, um... <laughs> I think it's important on the teaching side of things um, for you to establish, how do I say this? For you to establish and get into a good rhythm of the class. 
So I'll give you an example here. I've been teaching these a few kids. Uh, reasonably, the reasonably new students, I've been working them, working with them for only a little bit over a month now, maybe six weeks, so not that long. And we're starting to get into a rhythm. The class is starting to fall into a pattern. The kids know that typically for the first 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, we're going to be doing some academic things and maybe they won't be very fun per se. They're going to have to focus. They're going to have to think. They're going to try to learn. In the last 20 to 30 minutes, we're going to play some kind of French game and I'm going to bring some game to class. We're going to play an online game. We're going to play, we're going to do something that is kind of fun. And of course it's a French game, but it's a game. And we've fallen into that rhythm and initially it was hard, right? Because we, we didn't, the kids didn't know what my expectations were, but the past two lessons, have been really, really good. Last time, I had to hold the line. I had to get, I had to be very stern and firm with the kids to say, hey, listen, you guys are goofing off a lot. I'm noticing this. You're goofing off. Like, this is how our classes work. We're going to have to be pretty focused for the first 30, 40 minutes, and we're not going to be laughing too much. We're going to be focused on French. We're going to be learning. And then the second 20 to 30 minutes, we're going to be playing some games, and it's going to be fun, and it's gonna, we're going to laugh, and it's going to be awesome. But we have to focus that first you know, 30, 40 minutes. We have to be focused on the learning. Otherwise, you're not going to learn. And ever since that conversation, I've said it a couple of times, but the last class, two days ago, a couple days ago, I was very, very firm with it. And I had to say it like that. And I was like, you guys are not paying attention. It's, it's, it's really getting on my nerves because it was. And now it's been way better. They're super focused. We have the routine set. We know They know the classroom expectations, our virtual classroom, but still important. We, they know the expectations. They know how things are going to work. They've agreed. They've, 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 they've gotten in line with it. We're in line with it. We're playing games because they love to play games. We're playing games that they like, right? And it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's, it's, it's working. So it's important, I think, as a, from, the, from the teaching perspective. Heck, even from the learner perspective, it's important to have those classroom, some of those classroom routines set and established because it really can enhance the learning experience. Now, the last thing I'll say, and this is, going to be good for language learners too. understand that classroom routines have positives and negatives. Once you get into routines, humans are creatures of habit. And what tends to happen is that the routine you have set might be good and it might have a lot of positives, but the routines you have set always have certain negatives, right? There's always some sides. There's always certain things you're not able to, you're not, you know, due to the routine that you have in a classroom, there's certain things you tend to practice more and there's going to be certain things you tend to practice less. And there's going to be certain elements of language of the language that you get better at faster and certain elements that you get better at much slower. I'll give you an example. You know, I've got some students that I've been teaching for a long time and I've gotten better at teaching than I used to be. I keep getting better. But with some of the older students, it's hard to implement some of my new teaching expectations because our routines are so set and it's really tough to change some routines. In fact, it would almost be detrimental to the class because what they've signed up for is X teaching style and to switch things, you know, I think it can be detrimental for some people and maybe not even as effective and kind of awkward for them per se, unless I drew a hard line in the sand and said, this is now what we do and here's why and we're doing that, you know. So I think what's also important is that sometimes you have to switch the routine up. You've got to change the routines at times, right? Because the same routine doesn't work forever. And so you've got to sometimes switch things up. And those switches are, are kind of challenging, I think, sometimes. It can be hard to introduce that when there's a nice routine. But sometimes it's important to do so, I think. 
So anyway, as I said, it's a shorter podcast episode. I appreciate you guys listening to this one as always, and we'll chat soon. Bye for now. See you.